Seattle's Morning News. This is Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. There is yet another lawsuit seeking to overturn President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Let's go to former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation is sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So who is filing this latest lawsuit, Rob? This latest lawsuit has been filed in the Northern District of Texas by a business group called the Job Creators Network. They have filed suits before, for example, challenging some pandemic orders. But their latest lawsuit, and it's an attempt to overturn the student loan forgiveness program on the grounds that the proper administrative procedures weren't followed. And like other lawsuits that have been filed, it argues that President Biden didn't have the legal authority from Congress to unilaterally cancel uh, four to $500 billion of student debt that the federal government owns. Hmm. Well, but this is a business group. They're not representing a university or representing students, so why do they care? Well, it's a business group that apparently is concerned about federal overreach, about the increasing use of executive orders. They apparently were unhappy with some of the executive orders in connection with COVID-19. For example, they sued to block the Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate on businesses. Mm -hmm. They also sued Major League Baseball in 2021 for moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta over objections to changes to Georgia's voting laws. They dropped that lawsuit. But this is a, a fairly common phenomenon on the left and the right. You get a a group formed by businesses that hires a law firm, or you get a public interest law firm like the Pacific Legal Foundation to bring a suit to challenge executive overreach as you see it. Yeah, well, um, well I can see how uh, moving the all-star game causes direct harm to businesses, but how does student loan forgiveness harm these uh, business group members? There's an argument that it will result in higher taxes because the $500 billion dollars that's going to be forgiven has to come from somewhere. But this lawsuit also includes two individual plaintiffs who are claiming harm and are helping the plaintiff here have standing. So the plaintiffs as a group will have standing if at least a couple of them do. Mm -hmm. The two plaintiffs include one individual who does not qualify for the debt forgiveness program because the plan excludes commercially held loans that are not in default. Uh -huh. And apparently he, he's been paying on his loan and it's commercially held. It's not held by the federal government, even though the federal government took on a huge amount of, of student loans. And then the other individual plaintiff in this newest lawsuit apparently did not receive a Pell Grant and therefore is only entitled to $10,000 of debt forgiveness instead of $20,000. So again, these are just... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The harm they're claiming is that they didn't get, they didn't get enough forgiveness? So they're the objecting to the program by putting up people who, who basically would want the program expanded even further? Well, it, it, this goes back to the procedural basis for the lawsuit. They're, uh -huh. they're using this individual as an example of how there was not adequate notice and comment. So people like him didn't get a chance to weigh in and say, hey, wait, it's not fair that I get 10000 in debt relief. Well, yeah, but if 20, they had, okay, I, I get the idea that you gotta you got to follow the rules. Yeah. you got to, you know, uh, ask for public comment. But in this case, the two people who are behind this complaint would have requested that the program be expanded even further. Yeah, that's right. So it looks a little inconsistent, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> but that's because, uh, and I'm just, I'm just being the lawyer here. I'm just the messenger. <laughs> but, uh, that's because you have to satisfy requirements for standing. 
So you have to include plaintiffs who have standing, who have can show harm, yeah. even if the funder of the lawsuit, and the main motive, you know, main force behind the lawsuit, in this case, this Job Creators Network Foundation group, wants to throw out the program in its entirety. Well, but isn't that a risky legal strategy? Because conceivably, the Supreme Court could come back and say, you're right. You guys are entitled to forgiveness, too, as well as everybody else like you. Therefore, the president must expand the program. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's possible, but they would the court would have to throw out the program because it doesn't go far enough, mm-hmm. as opposed to throwing it out because it represents executive overreach. And, and look, I mean, in all seriousness, the, the the consistent theme of these several lawsuits that have been filed against this program uh, is that you, you can't just unilaterally cancel student debt with an executive order. You know, mm-hmm. the Congress created the created student loan programs in the federal government congress decided not that long ago that it was going to take over a lot of student debt and start administering it that's why all of a sudden people are dealing with the department of education in terms of uh their student student loan payments it's also by the way why uh the federal government was able to suspend payments for so many americans it's because their debt had been assumed by the federal government so during covid the U.S. government was able to say, hey, holiday, you don't have to pay it for a period of time during COVID. So one of the criticisms of the debt forgiveness program is, wait a minute, first you said we're going to take over this debt so we can manage it, get it repaid. Then you just decide to write it off. Yeah. Uh, people who have been paying their student loans or, and have paid them off or, or people who have paid the college education cost of their kids – uh, are in some cases pretty irate that other people who chose to go significantly into debt, and there are about 40 million of them who are eligible under this program, now get ten dollars to $20,000 of, of relief. So it's, it's a combination of motivations here. I think the most serious, most important one, argument is the president can't just do this by executive order. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Dave.